Hello and welcome to episode four of the podcast. I'm Becca Silver, founder and CEO of The Whole Educator. In this episode, you'll learn about what growth mindset is and isn't. Stay tuned to find out about the false growth mindset, the need for adult mindset developments, and how to create and sustain a growth mindset culture at your school. Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. So there I was at my dining room table on a Wednesday evening. On my left was my dinner, and on my right was my laptop. I was making what I thought was a simple switchover with my domain. I casually munched on my meal, and I clicked the blue button to make it happen. Then I quickly started to realize two things. One, I clicked the wrong thing. And two, this wasn't simple. Both my website and email were disconnected. I then went to spend many, many hours working with the customer service from two different digital companies that wouldn't speak to each other. And I even had to enlist the help from a techie friend to help me navigate this complicated situation. This was not in any part of my wheelhouse, nor is it in any part my passion to figure out domains and how the internet works. In the end, I got everything back up and running after a very harrowing 36 hours. I share this story because my sense of resilience and ability to pivot many, many times took one thing. It took a growth mindset. What people fail to talk about is that operating under a growth mindset is often messy, uncomfortable, and it entails multiple failures before you're successful. Growth mindset isn't merely praising students' efforts. It's not just working hard or setting high expectations or remaining resilient. It's not telling students you can do anything or teaching children over adults. In my experience, schools many times inappropriately speak about and teach the growth mindset. I walk into schools with pristine bulletin boards about growth mindset, but there's a strong fear of failure. I hear teachers purely blaming students' mindsets for the lower achievement happening in their classrooms. Carol Dweck, who's considered the mother of growth mindset, says a growth mindset is of the belief that you can develop your talents and abilities through hard work, through good strategies and help from others. What she didn't say is that it was all you needed for success. To actually help our students grow and sustain a growth mindset, 
more needs to happen. We need to start with our educators and our school culture. One of the arch nemeses of growth mindset is perfectionism. Perfectionism is a symptom of a fixed mindset, actually. And a large number of educators I coach suffer from perfectionism that need to get it right. Dweck says the fixed mindset is the belief that talents and abilities are unalterable traits, ones that can never change or be improved. I have another truth bomb to drop on you. We all operate under a fixed mindset in some areas of our lives. The question isn't if you operate under a fixed mindset, it's when do I operate under a fixed mindset? What has happened since Dweck published her book in 2007 is the concept of growth mindset has gotten twisted. Fixed mindset has become demonized and growth mindset has been equated with enlightenment. We've sorted these mindsets onto a good-bad dichotomy and collapsed mindsets with morality. This is far from accurate. There is no chance for our students to develop a growth mindset if their teachers don't develop theirs. In my membership, I was training my coaches on how to impact their teachers who haven't made much progress this year due to a fixed mindset. I was discussing the specific strategies to help get teachers unstuck and shift to operating under that growth mindset. To create sustainable change, I always end up emphasizing the need for the school to develop a growth mindset culture. To develop that school culture, we need to normalize three things. The first thing we need to normalize in schools is struggle. We want to embrace that sometimes things are hard and that they're messy. And sometimes working through things and struggling through it actually helps us get better. We want to celebrate those times that we were struggling and not just avoid them. Another thing we want to normalize is making mistakes. We say things like, it's okay, everyone makes mistakes. And I always encourage people to shift to, it's great to make mistakes. Normalizing making mistakes really embraces those mistakes as learning opportunities and not something to be avoided. Be careful that when you say it's okay to make mistakes, that there's not an underlying it's bad to make mistakes, but it's somehow okay. We want to really embrace it as helpful to our growth. And the final thing we want to normalize is feedback. And we want to be giving and receiving feedback in all directions. We want our school leadership team to be asking teachers for feedback, teachers asking and welcoming feedback from their school leaders and coaches. We want teachers to be giving students regular feedback and students giving each other feedback. We want all directions up and down. Everyone asking and giving feedback on a regular basis. And I want you to ask yourself, in my school, is giving or receiving feedback something that feels threatening? If it is, then feedback is not normalized at your school. 
If you're looking for more information distinguishing the characteristics of the fixed and growth mindsets, feel free to subscribe to the email series linked in the notes. I'm also linking an article that Carol Dweck wrote for Edweek about the false growth mindset. I think this is an article that everyone should read. And I'm going to read to you one of my favorite paragraphs from that article. She writes the question, how can we help educators adopt a deeper, true growth mindset, one that will show in their classroom practices? And her answer is, you may be surprised by my answer. Let's legitimize the fixed mindset. Let's acknowledge that one, we're all a mixture of fixed and growth mindsets. Two, we will probably always be. And three, if we want to move closer to a growth mindset in our thoughts and practices, we need to stay in touch with our fixed mindset thoughts and deeds. If we ban the fixed mindset, we will surely create false growth mindsets. If you're looking for more support around specific strategies for helping your teachers shift to a growth mindset, feel free to reach out. We have individual workshops as well as our really affordable membership. Check out all those details in the show notes. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.